Welcome to Medical Sales Live, the number one resource for breaking into medical sales and building your career. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. My name is John Akers, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for the Medical Sales College. We'd like to welcome today Mr. David Sule. Welcome, David. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me here. Super excited to discuss today and talk a little bit more. Man, we are glad you're here. David is the Director of Sales with Boston Scientific on the urology, prostate health side of the business. And so, David, tell us what you do there. Tell us about Boston and the division that you're in. Well, again, thank you for having me here. It's, a, it's super excited to be here, to be part of this uh, partnership. Uh, I've been working for Boston Scientific for the last tw 10 years, and I work the part of the prostate, right? The prostate health. So we develop innovative technologies to treat BPH on men and also prostate cancer. So we develop a gel that is basically to protect the prostate and the rectum from radiation when you have cancer patients. Outstanding. Outstanding. So what, what is your role in Boston right now? So I'm a director of sales. I'm covering from Florida to Alaska, all four time zones. So I have a team of seven regional managers that report to me and a team of around 80 sales reps in the field calling on urologists and radonks for the business of prostate health. That is a huge responsibility. I can only imagine the time, the energy that goes into that, which it just begs to ask the question around salespeople. I mean, obviously you've hired a number of salespeople throughout your career and coached and counseled your RMs through that process as well. What are the attributes, what are the skill sets that you look for in great salespeople? I think it starts by thinking about the people, right? And when I say people, it's the people that you're impacting, the patients, the customers and the employees, right? If we focus with that greed and determination, we're gonna be successful. So I'm looking for those attributes. Every one of the people that I hire, think about the people first. Think about the people we are impacting with our technologies. Think about the people you're gonna develop into the next regional manager. Think about the customers that are out there that are gonna deliver our technologies. And if you have the people in mind, you're gonna be successful here. It, there's no doubt that it's all about the talent, right? It's all about um, the talent. All about the talent that can be developed. And, and I'm sure that over the years you've been asked that question, gosh, how do I be like you? How do I get into medical sales? What's, how do you answer that question? How do you coach someone that's coming directly to you and asking you that? I think it's a, a, it's a couple of factors. The determination is one, right? Hard work. This is not an eight to five job. We have surgeries being performed at 6 a.m. in the morning. So you have to be able to meet the demands of your customers and be there early and also be late when they finish that case. Sometimes that case can be in five minutes, as you know. Sometimes it can take three hours. But it's not only about covering a case or being in a case. It's about how do I deliver value inside the OR? How do I deliver that our technologies are going to be needed with that patient? That Boston Scientific is going to provide the best innovative technologies for them. And, and the opportunity of growth, right? There's so many opportunities for growth within Boston Scientific and in medical devices. You can start from a field sales associate or an inside sales to become a director of sales or VP. So my, my, my best goal or my goal in this life is to hire that FSA, that TM, that RM that is going to be my boss one day. That is the biggest satisfaction I have. I love that attitude. I, I always employed that as well. I think that is the right thing for the business and certainly right thing for, for people coming into your, or your organization. So, David, 
there's numerous obstacles that, that individuals face when they try to break into to medical sales. What are some of those obstacles in your opinion? And um, you know, how, how have you helped to break those barriers to really bring forth the talent that's so important um, to running the business and being successful? I think many people come into the business only thinking about the money they're gonna make, right? I'm gonna hit that number, I'm gonna make this amount of commission. And that's great, we need them, we want them. But this is also about the surroundings, the patients they are impacting. We're not selling some kind of normal technology. We're selling solutions that are gonna fix problems of the health, quality of life. We're gonna impact a life maybe forever with cardiology, with urology, with pain, with all the solutions that a Boston Scientific Company can provide. So whenever we are starting in a job in medical sales, it's not only about thinking about the quota. It's about how do I think about the person that is in the OR, that scrub nurse helping the doctor, that patient, that patient's family members that is outside, that I can read the complete room, that I can have a high level of an emotional intelligence to be able that when I leave that OR, that doctors remember, ah, that's David from Boston Scientific. I not only place his stand or her stand or that product for BPH or the resume in the patient, he brought value, he brought clinical acumen, he brought me outcomes, he brought me value resources that I can use for my patients and increase more, presentate, more, more impact more patients here. That's what I'm looking for. That is the most important thing. It's not only about, hey, I'm here, I know how to sell, because those people will pass. The people that, com that continue thinking about the value that we provide to our patients and customers are the people that are gonna grow inside the organization. Well, that, that is very valuable consultation right there. You mentioned that emotional intelligence skill set. Um, and, and really, you, you talked about it and gave an example of really, you know, focusing on that, that clinician, focusing on that nurse and really helping them with their issues. How, how do you teach that? How do you identify and then how do you nurture and teach that uh, in your employees, in your salespeople and in your region managers? I don't know if you can teach all of the aspects of emotional intelligence, right? You have to, to train your brain throughout the years, throughout experiences. But it's interesting, a couple of weeks ago, I was in a sales training class addressing new trainees, uh, starting their career in Boston Scientific. And, and I, I, I placed a picture of Pac-Man. You remember Pac-Man? Sure. You know, and and Pac-Man only eats, right? And it's more mouth than body. And then I put a picture of Dumbo when he was a baby, the, the elephant, more ears than body. And then he flew, right? He learned how to fly. So we need to be like that. Sometimes when we start in this career, we want to talk, talk, talk so much that we don't listen to the customer. And we need to start listening to the people. Once we listen to the people that are surrounding us, and again, I go back to the customer, I go back to my peer, I go back to the patients, I go back to the people that work in that OR, we're going to be able to deliver better responses, to be able to train the brain in a better way for that emotional intelligence to arise every time we're doing a sales call, right? And again, the preparation, right? Adapting to the different audiences. We have different personalities out there. You might have an introvert doctor. How do I adapt to him? Or how do I adapt to her, right? We have different personalities. We have different cultures, ethnicities, and we need to adapt to them. Not everyone is like David. I am, you know, Latin American, Hispanic, I dream in Spanish, I think in Spanish, so sometimes I'm thinking in a cultural way, but I need to adapt that I'm in the OR with a different type of culture and background. And I think that's how you train into developing a better EQ. 
That self-awareness with yes. uh, our commercial field teams is invaluable, isn't it? It is. And adaptability. How do I adapt to the different situations? Not everything is going to go well for us or for our products sometimes. Maybe you, you know, the, what you were expecting in that OR is not what happened. And then how do you adapt to that? How do you acknowledge that there was a situation? And how do you bring more value for the next time? But also, how do you, how do you build your, your, your clinical acumen in a way that the doctors trust that you deliver the best technologies and maybe if the outcome was not there because of the patient, because of the situation, maybe because of the size of the product that you used that day, you still trust that rep, that FSA, that inside salesperson, because the clinical acumen, the EQ, the preparation, and the adaptability was always there. And I'm going to trust that person with another procedure and another patient in the future. It's really the dynamic duo, isn't it? It's the it is. clinical acumen paired with that emotional intelligence and self-awareness that creates this unstoppable force in the commercial marketplace. I agree. And the greed, right? If you, if you don't have the greed and the determination like you mentioned, you can be the best clinical and the best emotional intelligence, but then maybe you don't, you don't hit your numbers or you don't sell, right? So, or, or you don't work like you need to work to be able to grow in the organization. Uh, I think also to the new people that are starting is the patience, right? Sometimes uh, I know you, you, you might feel that you can become the next director tomorrow, but sometimes it requires the patience. Sometimes it's not win or lose, it's win or learn, right? Sometimes we will win and sometimes we will learn. And by learning, we will grow into that director of sales, national accounts manager, uh, VP of sales, AVP, but sometimes we have to have that patience. I love that saying. I've never heard that. I'm giving you full credit for that. Live and learn. That's yeah. great. That's and awesome. I stole that from someone more I, smarter than me. So I, I love that. That's fantastic. You know, our good friend Tim Kite with Focus 3 has shared the and taught us on, on the R factor that it's, uh, you know, E plus R equals O. Events happen in life. Things happen in the OR, right? Things happen in cases. But it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to those things that happen that determines the outcome. And it sounds like you guys have really embedded that in your culture. That's true. And, and it develops your leadership story. The leadership story is something so important as we build our careers, our acumen, our, our execution. The things that happen in that OR are going to be lasting forever in our leadership story. And when I look back, those experiences are the ones that helped me be here today talking to you about how do we teach others? How do we get the best talent available to treat our patients and, and, and focus on our customers? That, that's actually a great segue, David, yeah. because when I was at Boston Scientific, we, we didn't have, our paths never crossed. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, just several months ago that I, I had the pleasure of meeting you and, and us kind of nurturing a friendship along. Tell us, what's the thought in Boston partnering with the Medical Sales College in your division? First of all, the, the job that you're doing uh, with, with these classes, with these programs is, is amazing. It's super important. Because you can have someone very prep coming out of college, but doesn't have that foundations. Those foundations that are important, how to read an OR, how to prep for that sterile area, how to sell clinically to a customer and experience. Many years ago when I was, I had hair, right? Uh, I was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I wanted to become a pharma rep. There was this, this program called the pharmaceutical sales rep. And I, it's, it doesn't already exist, so I'm not going to give an ad here. But it helped me build those foundations. And I started in Pfizer many years ago and started executing and delivering. And then uh, coming into medical device, 
I would love having someone to, trade, to, to teach me that, right? Boston Scientific did, but I was in that first case in the OR, very nervous, very nervous and not touching anything that was blue, not even the scrub, right? So those things were important. And also, how do I deliver clinical excellence in the OR? How can I talk to the doctor when he's doing a procedure or performing a procedure at this moment? And how do I answer questions without looking like a salesman inside the OR? Those transferable skills is what we're seeing from the people that graduate from the medical sales college. We've had the opportunity of hiring in our cardiology divisions a few of your graduates. Recently, our inside sales team also hired another of your graduates. And what we're seeing is those skills that are important are being taught in this program. And then that, plus the college education, it, it makes the right combination when we're hiring a person. Well, thank you for those kind words. Yeah. We certainly appreciate that. But also, I can see the passion that you have for when people come to work in your division. What, what could somebody expect when they come on board um, and sign on the dotted line to become part of Boston Scientific, your OPH? The culture. Um, I've been working for Boston Scientific for 10 years. Every division has their attributes, their products. I love the European culture. It's a culture of inclusiveness. I was working in Latin America for many years, not reporting to the US. And I remember the, the leadership team embracing me and bringing David to the meetings and discussing resources and collaborating. I remember where, where, when our trainings were all in English for Latin America and we started translating all those quizzes. And this is roughly 10 years ago. And look at how much we've evolved right now. The culture is super inclusive, it's fun. We have great technologies. You know, imagine that you have a BPH, right? A prostate problem, an enlarged benign prostate. You're gonna have it, I'm gonna have it. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, we have prostates. In 10 minutes in a procedure, you can be okay and get out of your office and the physician's office being treated in just less than 10 minutes. We have technologies that are gonna protect vital organs when we have patients with cancer receiving radiation. We have technologies like a green light laser, a laser that will treat a prostate for BPH in just less than an hour and be home next day or the, next, or the same day. Those are the things that we have that provide patients. But the excitement about the culture, about having a team of people, of leaders that, are, that value you as a person, that value you as an employee, but also the career path that we have within Boston Scientific and Europe it is amazing. So, Anyone that wants to join Boston Scientific, come to Europe. This is the place to be. I, I, hey, I see the passion. I'm ready to sign up now. Perfect. Look out. You, and you, I may, I may be you. coming back, I'm telling you. No, <laughs> That's no, perfect. I love that. I love that. So when, when you speak about the culture, one thing that really just resonates that I hear from your voice and I, I see from your passion is that patient first mentality. Um, certainly, as you mentioned early on, lots of people come into medical sales because they aspire to you know, great opportunities financially and so forth. But putting the patient first is the key to this business. Um, tell us a little bit more about maybe take another step into the culture around that patient first and, and patient outcomes. Having waking up every morning, knowing that you're going to see outcomes, that you're going to have an impact that will last for many years on the life of a patient. This is not any regular job, right? We want the best people that are gonna think about the patient every day. And, and we were discussing earlier about the, P, the people, right? Not only the people, not only the patient, 
the physician, right? My peers, how do I behave in that OR? How do I represent the company? There's so much money invested in our products. The years of R&D to develop these specific products that treat the prostate of a patient that finally went to the doctor to get treated, that's been doing medicines forever, and now I need another solution. We want the right person to deliver that clinical acumen to the doctor, and we want that person to always think that the patient is first. And if we had that mentality, we're gonna deliver results, we're gonna work with empathy, we're gonna always sell the best of our technology, not only because it's a number, but because it's a solution. Be sure to check back for part two of our conversation. And as always, subscribe to this channel for all things medical sales.